0: this is Ken Finn in a blue collar finance trying to get you past all the series exams. So this one's going to be a little different. This is more about how to study. Okay? So we're working on how to study for the Series 7, for the SIE exam, all of them. So let's start with the first rule of thumb, read the fucking book, okay? You got to read the book. Get through it one full time. That's all you have to do. Just get through it one time. That's that's all I'm asking. Get through the book, don't take a lot of notes, kind of gather up your thoughts, get the whole big feel of it, okay? I can't say this enough, reading the book is fucking key, okay? Now, as you're reading it, maybe the only notes you should take are stuff that you don't understand. Like if you read it like twice, if you read a chapter and you go, you know what, I just don't get like preemptive rights, jot it down, come back to it later, okay? Because you don't need to build on stuff. Not everything in this test builds on it. So some of it's just separated into its own little silo so you can just read it, get it, get the gist of it, and whatever you don't get, take a notes. Now, the problem with writing notes and taking a lot of notes is that what happens is, is that you end up rewriting the fucking book, okay? You keep rewriting the book over, and it's like all of a sudden you realize it just took me a week to read three chapters. I mean, Based on that, it's going to take you about nine weeks to just to get through the book. That doesn't work. You should read the book for a good week or two. That's what you need to do. Read the book, week or two. Then when you're done with that, then what do we do? Then you start taking chapter exams. Take those chapter exams. Anything you score less than a 75 on, go read the chapter again or watch a video, whatever you want. That's A. Then once you get through all the chapters and you're passing, getting you know mid-75s or higher on everything, then you start taking your finals. Now remember, reading is always key. So what you're going to do, as I think I've made it kind of clear, reading is going to is key. So the next thing you're going to do is take a test, take a final, open book, closed book, whatever you want to do. Maybe the first time, do it open book so that you can see the answers. Not cheating, open book where you see the answers right away. Get a feel. This way, you're learning as you're doing it. And then, if you have Kaplan User Performance Tracker, if you have Kaplan, if you have Pass, uh Pass perfect. They have a thing that tells you where you're weak. SDCs is okay. It's just a little aggregate. So after like four or five exams, maybe something you were weak in earlier still shows up as weak, even though you're better at it. So you kind of got to look at the test in it's on itself. Now, once you do a test, you have to find the lowest two or three sections. And then what you do, my dogs are fighting. Then the next thing you do is what you're gonna what you are gonna do. And if I say the word do one more time, I'm gonna kill myself. You're gonna reread the lowest two or three chapters. That's how you handle this. You reread the lowest three two or three chapters. Anything under 70, you read. Look, if everything's over 75, still read the lowest two. Once you take a test a second time, then what do you do? You do the same thing, rinse, repeat. So really you should be taking a test one day. And then reviewing it the rest of that day and the next day. And then on, so every, like if you take a test on Monday, you should be re- reviewing Monday afternoon and then Tuesday and then taking another test on Wednesday. And then same thing. And then a test on Friday. And then maybe Monday, maybe Saturday and Sunday, you take a test each day and review it that day. Who knows what you want to do? The weekends are yours. Now, you keep doing that until you're passing and anything you're low on, then you just, you kind of reread. Now, if you're still running into trouble, find a study group. Maybe join one of the FINRA groups, FINRA exam groups, or the Series 63, C60. Oh, my God. Or you join the, on Facebook, they have two groups. They have the Fin all the FINRA exams, and then they have one for the 65 and 66. They're great groups. They're supportive. They all somehow find study groups to help each other. That is really vital. So finding other people to study with really will help you out. It's really a phenomenal thing. When I watch students, once they get three or four people in a group, they start growing. And just by you having, like, if it's your turn to explain something, just you having to explain it, make some connections. I don't know if it's neurons. I'm not smart enough for that, but all little connections that will help you pass. Okay. So, so here we go. So you're going to do quizzes, then you're going to do finals, and then you're going to find a study group. You can even do that anytime, any point along the road road, whatever you want to call it. There's no script here, so I'm just kind of ranting. You find your study group, your little niche, your niche, niche, whatever you want to call it, and you just you know keep hammering. It's a grind test. These tests are grinds. Now, if you need more help, obviously reach out, go to YouTube, go on Reddit. My YouTube channel has a ton of videos on it. Um, I do a weekly Q&A every Tuesday and Thursday night. I have Zoom calls. You could even take a class. Kaplan has classes. I think Jim Nash is their best tutor, teacher. Um, SDC has some classes, training, Consultants I think does pass perfect does. They all seem to have classes, but what's amazing is that one of the vendors is super cheap and super good is achievable. If you go to achievable, I'll try to put a link in my descriptions, but they're solid. They do. They just started doing the 65 now as of January, 2022, just the reading part, not the questions. <clears throat> they're a great vendor. I, I'm not saying one over the other. I do like achievable better, but again. You do what you do and all this shit's going to work anyway. Yes, you have to take questions. No, it shouldn't be your main course. You should be doing questions to find your weakness. Now, if you're going to take it online, you need to start practicing using the calculator on the screen and the and use like notepad on the screen because you don't get one. And you don't have to worry about the mask. But if you're going to go um, and take it in person, which I prefer, you have to have a mask on the entire time. You can't touch the mask. They really give you a hard time. And practice using like a whiteboard, like notepad, and use cra- find a crappy calculator. That's the best thing you do. Now, the thing about you need to work on a hot sheet. So what's on a hot sheet? Things that you're worried about, like maybe an options chart or a bond teeter-tarter. Practice writing it and then practice using it. Don't take a test without using it, okay? So a lot of my students, what they'll do is they go, I'll go, do you have an options chart? And they go, yeah. I said, why aren't you using it? They go, well, I want to try it without it. Are you going to use it during the test? Yes. So then use it. So that works. Okay. That's why we got to do this. Okay. Now, um, that's getting prepared. So even if people make fun of you, you need to probably, probably try to take a test with the mask on. Put the mask on. Even if people make fun of you, it doesn't matter. Your job is to get used to this. Your job is to pass. Your job is not to make other people happy. Let's talk about timing. Well, if, you, if you're if you paid to study all day, what I'm saying doesn't matter. Just study from 9 to 5 and don't do anything at night. Take breaks. I think if you, every two hours you should take a break. Like if you start at 9 a.m. and you get to study all day, do 9 to 11, take an hour break. Do 12 to 2, take an hour break. And then do 3 to 5 and then you're done. Anything more than that is a waste. Don't go home and study an extra five hours. If you want to join my live at night, that's fine too. But that, really, and then the weekends, you do like two, three hours in the morning, and then you're done. Some of this is emotional. So if you like do like 8 to 11 or 9 to 12, you know, if you're young on the younger side, your friends aren't getting out of the house till noon anyway. So if you do 9 to 12 each day, one, one of two things happens. One, you got it out of the way and you can just have fun. The second thing that happens is if you go out, you'll be less likely to go drinking. Heavy. You can drink, heavily the time, but you won't go super heavy because you know you have to get up in the morning. But either way, if you do 8 to 11, 9 to 12, 10 to 1, whatever it is in the morning, no matter what happens the rest of the day, you've had a good day of studying. I have students come to me. They go, well, I'm going to study in the afternoon at 3, and then shit happens. A baseball game, a football game, friends go out, parents get in a fight or whatever it is, and next thing you know, you didn't study, and now it's Sunday morning. So always do the mornings on the weekends. Just get it out of the way. That's the best way. That segues into my next part. If you are have to work all day, 9 to 5, 8 to 6, whatever it is. I just made the day longer. If you can, well, in the current environment, there's a lot of people working from home. So if you're working 8 to 5 what or 8 to 4, whatever it is, study in the morning. Get up at 6, get up at 7, study for two hours. If you start at 9, do 7 to 9. If you get up at 8, do 6 to 8. I know it sounds bad, but think about it. If you do that two hours in the morning, you don't have to do anything at night. That means when you get home at five o'clock and you're pissed off because your boss yelled at you or one of the customers was shitty, you had a Karen yelling for the manager, whatever it is, doesn't matter. You still had a, you still had a couple hours of study. If you want to bang out half an hour at night or review, watch a video, watch one of my videos, whatever it is, totally fine. But it really should be about relaxing. I had one student; she fought me a little bit, and then she she just really fought me left and right, trying to do this. And once she did it. She found that her scores popped up by 10 points. She was more relaxed. She got to see her kids, all that stuff. It really is super helpful. If you can try to do the morning, I suggest doing it. It'll change your life. So many of my students fought me and then switched it and then thought it was great. I never even thought of it until one of my students came to me and said, you know, I got um, I can't really do it at night. I'm so tired. I said, let's do the morning. Get up at 4.30. Now, she's a nut job in a good way. She's animal. So she woke up at 4.30 every morning, studied for three hours. And then went to work at eight, and then she got home at three, and she had nothing to do. It was great for her. It was awesome. She got to relax. She got to watch TV, go to bed at her normal time, talk to her friends. So I'm really a big fan of studying in the morning. So I think that, let's see, if that wraps it up, I don't know if that does. I think I gave you a good idea of what to do, how to do this, and then don't sweat this stuff. Really, your scores aren't always going to go straight up. It's going to be up and down, up and down. And any scores that are bad, just kind of go back and read that chapter. Don't be afraid of reading the book again. Don't be afraid of asking for help. Ask your manager if they know a tutor. doesn't have to be me. I'm happy to help, but I'm expensive, right? So maybe there's a lot of guys out there, guys and girls that will help you. Go on Wise Ant. Wise Ant has tutors. And, I mean, some of them are bad. Some of them are good. But you get – you kind of get to choose, look at the reviews and you see their background and see if they work. And maybe you talk to them, see if you get a vibe. I think they even give you a money back guarantee, wise does. So it's W-I-Z-A-N-T dot com. And they have, you know, they have some good re- tutors, some bad ones, but they all have reviews. They have background checks. You see their bio, stuff like that. So I think there are a lot of ways to make money. Join a class. The other thing is if you are normally working out, running, lifting, don't stop, Okay. Do not stop lifting. Do not stop working out because that's the the chemicals. I don't know if it's serotonin or something. Kicks out and puts you in a much better mood. But Maybe that's since since you're reading in the morning and doing quizzes in the morning. Maybe that's what your nights will do. You work out, go have dinner, hang out, go see your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, hang out with your kids, your dog, your cat, whatever, your pet goat, whatever. It's all good. Listen, guys, thank you for listening to me. I tried to keep it under 15 minutes. I don't know if I did or not. I'll find out when I'm done editing. Thanks a lot. If you like what I'm doing, you know, hit like. I think in Apple you can hit a five star, whatever. Who knows? If not, check me out on Blue on not Blue Collar. That's this. Check me out on Capital Advantage Tutoring on YouTube. I have a lot of videos and I do the live Q and A. If you have one off questions, come and join and ask. I think it's a good community. We're all good and we're gonna have a great time. Have a good night.